Hello, 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 and welcome to a very spooky and fun edition of Postal Live. I am delighted to be here with you all this evening for this fantastic Dingle Sauen single malt tasting on, of all days in the world, Halloween. Of course, we're not here alone. Uh, and, and, and I'm loving that we're able to join each other from all across the world. And usually when I do welcome everyone from all across the world, that's me welcoming Tina in Germany or Sam in Brazil. But today I'm talking to you for my first ever international Potsdam Live in the fact that I am coming to you from Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And I am delighted to be able to do that and, and say hello to all of you once again. But I know that none of you are here to hear me talk. I know you want to hear everyone else from Dingle, so I'm going to do a little one by one as we introduce everyone. Of course, we have Master Siller, Graham Cool. How are you doing, sir? I'm very good, thank you. Of course, we have a, a fantastic returning guest, international brand ambassador, Beardy Dave Cummins. How are you doing, Beardy? How's it going, Matt? Good to see you. Good to see uh, you're alive and well after all those festivals. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, a first timer to the show. We have Julie Malone, also known as the Dingle Druid. How are you doing? I'm very good. Iahauna. Iahauna, indeed. And okay, guys, so we're here. We have a huge amount of people joining us uh, across the world. I'm seeing people in Glanmire, the sunny southeast. We have people coming in from, uh, again, Germany, Limerick, Clannacilty, or Galway. You know, people are absolutely buzzing for this. Um, there were, I saw 27 people uh, from uh eight o'clock we're sitting waiting for this to start um so i know people are very excited i think graham's camera has just pulled up pulled up faster <laughs> on us but that's fine. i'll knock him off into the background and let him uh come back in a, on a different stream here but so where should we start lads because of course julie it's your first time on the show and i know that you have a, a very special insight to bring us tonight that you're going to tell us all about Stowen and what it means in the dingle peninsula and i am delighted that uh master sitter graham cool has rejoined us all all good there uh, graham technology working it is not <laughs> he was momentarily back <laughs> exactly well Julie, why don't you uh, start us off as to where we should begin this journey of Samhain and Dingle. Well, Samhain and Dingle, one of the things about a Samhain night is we, we, we mask up and we move between the worlds and it's a night of trickery. So uh, it'll be interesting to see Graham coming on and off here as part of the Iahauna is the, is the trickery. And uh, when people mask, we're out, and out of ordinary time you know, we're not ourselves. So it's a night where we can be somebody else. We can, so um, in usually here, we um, we carve turnips or sugar beets. You can see behind me here, that's one of my sugar beets instead of pumpkins. And uh, in Dingle Town, they go trick-or-treating, but in the uh, rural areas, we do things like snap apple and divination games with the, uh, earth and coins and uh, all of that, all the boring brack and all of those the house games. Well, I mean, you, you say the boring brack, but always one of my my favorite parts of, of Halloween and sound. And of course, so in in terms of the the origins of sound, I, I, I think I, I have a lot of friends that always make the jokes that Irish people love telling others abroad continuously. Uh, that sound, of course, is an is an Irish is an Irish festival. Halloween is an Irish holiday. Um, 
I suppose, do you want to give us a little background into that and, and I suppose what it means for the, the area? And and also on a side note, I've cur carved turnips before and it's really, really difficult. Uh <laughs> so the next time you do it, Matt, you get yeah. a, an electric drill. You know the way you get like a the carpenter one where you do holes yeah. and they're all pre-drilled and then you scoop them out. See, I <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have the the inside scoop on this one. Um, I think uh, as you as you uh bring us through the journey, I think Graham might be back. Graham, you back with us? I'm back, yeah. Sorry, He's I just back. lost like, like, that would be the pookie now, Graham. That'd be the pookie. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely Halloween night. <laughs> so we start with sound, and uh, it's the Celtic New Year, so it's the celebration of death and rebirth, and it's the last sheaf of the um, the harvest is cut. So anything that isn't cut and isn't harvested after sound, it's left in the fields, and it's left for the chaylak, which is the the crone or the hag, um, generally. And it is a time where we're moving into the darkness. It's a time where the veils of the worlds are really thin. It's a time where um, we believe that our ancestors could come visit us and we could mingle with them. So hence a lot of the masking, the trickery, and uh, there's also celebration because the harvest is finished. And then we would have huge bonfires and the bonfires would be in celebration. And if we start with the wheel of the year, because it's the death and it's the rebirth. So we take it the death of the harvest. We're moving into the darkness. We're moving into the time of by the fireside, the time of deep dreaming, uh, a time which is lovely to sit and celebrate and have a whiskey. And then we move into winter solstice which is, so we have the eight festivals of the year. The next one will be winter solstice in six weeks time. So from here to winter solstice is the darkest period. And then it turns, then the days get longer. And then six weeks after that, we move into St. Bridget's Day. And that's the first of the fertility festivals. And that's when, as Irish people, we go around saying there's a great stretch in the evening. And there's great celebration and a great stretch of the evening. So it's the first of three fertility festivals. And if we're looking at the whiskey, we're looking at growing, especially the grain, the barley. Um, it's when the, the, the ground is beginning to, to stir and beginning to, um, you know, the snowdrops are coming up. The first um, stirrings of spring start. And then we move on to the spring equinox. And that's very much in seed energy. And that's when we start sowing the seeds. And then we move into Bialtana, and that's moving into flower energy and the fullness of life and the celebration of the uh, of the harvest. And then we move into um, Lunasa. Uh, sorry, we move into um, summer solstice and then we have the harvest in its fullness. And then we move into the first harvest festival, which is Lunasa. And Lunasa would be very much dancing at the crossroads, celebrations, uh, cutting the first sheaf. And then we move into the equinox. We're coming into a point of balance. We have our spring one and we have our autumn one. And again, we're in full harvest. The barley is in full harvest at that stage. And then we move into sound again, where everything calms down and the last sheaf is cut. And also the seeds. So the plant gives of itself, so that that's the death. And then the seeds are harvested and then the cycle begins again. So it's, it's following the agricultural year and also 
uh, it follows the wheel of the year. So there's a correlation between the harvest year and our year. So as the the death of the harvest, we're then moving into, I suppose, the the death of summer here, and we're moving into the darkness. And that's why there's great celebration in moving into the darkness and kind of harnessing that last light and that last kind of kick back to summer because we're on a threshold and tonight is a huge threshold in, in moving into the dark half of the year. And it's also the time when, with the harvest, we get to make the whiskey. We get to enjoy the fruits of the harvest. The best the best parts of the harvest. Best parts of the harvest, yes. Uh, so it really kind of falls into that kind of, as you said, the wheel of the year, uh, having those those cycles of, of, I suppose, the as you mentioned, the agricultural year, which would have mm -hmm. been I very, very ingrained and important um to points to demarcate throughout the the year particularly in 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 uh, i suppose times past in uh, across the island of ireland and, and anyone who is watching from abroad and particularly in in places like you know that aren't as quite far north in the world as we are um i think it always shocks people to remember or to, to realize quite how long our summer days are and quite how short our our winter days are as well um, that it, it certainly has a, a kind of a cyclical effect uh, on the year. Um, I do, I want to ask one thing, um, of course, Julie, you are known as the Dingle Druid, but for those out there that do not know of Druids, uh, could you give us a, a quick rundown? A quick on what that so I would work with the Laws of Nature, I would work with the Agricultural Year, I would work with the Celtic festivals that I just mentioned, the eight festivals of the year, and then I would also work with the Wheel of Life, so in the agricultural year, as I said, it's the end of the harvest, it's the death and, and, and rebirth. And then in our own wheel of life, in, in uh, the agriculture, all, you know, the fall and autumn, nature lets go and beauty all around us. And with us, our energy is going inwards. And in, I suppose, the trees, the energy is going down to their roots and our energy is going down and uh, our roots are our ancestors. So that's why the Festival of the Dead and there would be huge um, associations with the, the other world and where we go after we die this time of the year, uh, especially in, in, in Ireland and the land worshipping of that. So I work as a celebrant in in the, the festivals, but also in weddings, marriages, births, uh, in, in the cycles of people's lives and uh, all the gateways that we go through, coming of age and all of those. And and in your celebrations of Samhain, um, when would you see many kind of modern reflections in what has become the kind of the Irish Halloween traditions, for say, or are are the the celebrations of of Samhain and modern Halloween completely detached from each other? Well, Halloween has come from Samhain, so mm -hmm. it was our, as I said, third harvest and our celebration of the dead and the ancestors. And then when the Irish went to America, they must have been delighted when they uh, found pumpkins because uh, we didn't have pumpkins here. We were, and we didn't have electric drills years ago either. So they were just carving away with, with knives. <laughs> and I broke three knives during the week, even doing, um, doing the, the um, sugar beets. Uh, so we brought it over and then I suppose it was the onslaught of um, films. You know, as children in Dingle, none of the shops had pumpkins. Like I never saw pumpkins as a child. 
uh, is a very recent thing. We had sugar beets and we had turnips and mangles and all of those that we carved. And it was very much about the divination games and snap apple and we used to put blindfolds on and put our fingers into earth or water. And if you went into earth, you were going to die and uh, water, you were going to go um, abroad. And if you put your hand into the money, you were going to get money. And, you know, all of these games, they were all very much divination games and working with the other world. Whereas Halloween now is sugar and Hollywood, really, you know, Friday 13th, all of that. Exactly, and Hollywood, as as uh, as I said off camera, often uh, often mis misinterpreting the word Samhain to uh, uh, a, a mythical Sam Hain, uh, <laughs> uh, who who uh, has shown up very recently. I've been watching some American TV that they have uh, they've been running for their lives from the the awful Sam Hain, and to be honest, I I it was one of the worst TV experiences I've heard. Just <laughs> continuously um but yes so um i suppose julie as we as we kind of uh start to wind down with with yourself and the and the explanations of of sound and move into the whiskey tastings with with graham and, and brady dave um is there anything that you think you want to part uh, leave us as a parting way something you really hope that we would know or a fun tidbit that you think that would be fun to leave us on uh, well, first I would say congratulations and congratulations to Graham for his uh, the new collection and uh, the bottle is beautiful, the whiskey is beautiful and it's just so lovely, it's really lovely and I'm excited about the wheel of the year and the, the, the others to come and just how it's going to go um, all over the world and how you say about the the our sound and Halloween and it gives a greater interest and a greater um I suppose um connection to where it's made here in Dingle and uh and the old ways and the old connections and people forget that it's it comes from the earth it comes from barley uh so enjoy the night and when you've um filled with your whiskey know that it's also a night of trickery so in rural areas like this we would go and maybe open the gates of our neighbors let their animals out now uh, you know just do little things like that and that's why you mask up so that you have one night in the year that you can go do things that wouldn't be allowed to do any other time of the year so that's what i'll leave you with i see beardy dave as a true as a true <laughs> <laughs> he is he I, I hope dave you've got the the bulls locked in now right oh yeah Lock, chain, chain lock, yeah. Really, he's he's gonna be watching you. I'll get you out of here quick. So thank you so much for for your time. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna pull pull myself up here now and replace Dave. You're you've been kicked, Dave. Um, but I am delighted that uh, we had Julie, who was able to join us uh, to, for the beginning. But now it is is time for me to hand over uh, to you guys. And actually, maybe we'll pull up pull apart. We'll go this way a little bit. And um, how are you guys doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling energized with having heard all of this now, introducing the the wheel of the year, and of course, Samhain. Um, Are we? Uh, I suppose, Graham, how are you feeling in 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 your uh, in your being now that your technological problems have have uh, relieved themselves? Hopefully, I'm just sitting here thinking, how do I follow a druid? You know, <laughs> it's it's not often that a druid is your warm up act, so. Um, hopefully the whiskey will live up to to julie's words and explanations 
Exactly. Well, I am just want to want to jump into the comment section for a second. So I see a huge amount of people um, already uh, letting us know where they're joining us from. I see uh, we have Stephen in Austria jumping in saying he's delighted to see a new uh, Dingle uh, distributor there. So I guess it's going to be even easier for him to get his hands on some uh, fantastic bottles uh, coming up. Um, we're seeing a lot of people in Dublin and the Liberties more in Dublin. Um, we've got people from lovely Wexico and we've got uh, Carlo coming from all over i'm seeing a huge a huge uh domestic contingent tonight which is always great to see um but i suppose guys uh we're here now to talk not just about the i suppose the the festival of sound but about dingle sound uh single malt release um why don't you guys let us know uh kick us off uh, on what uh, on what it is and what we should expect from from this bottling okay so probably the best thing to do is start with explain the pack a little um because hopefully if if fastway didn't uh, do a dirty on you then you will have a, a pack that's intact if not then um hopefully you've enough there to scrape together uh, at worst you've got a a bar of chocolate soaked in whiskey which is you know maybe not a bad thing could be the, the next for, uh, dingle release for us so in the pack um I'll speak about the whiskey wise or the spirit wise. Um, so it's quite apt on Halloween to have, have spirit in there rather than whiskey. So you may be able to guess which one that is, letter A, the clear one. Um, so that's our, our single malt, new make spirit. And then included in the pack, obviously we've got another three bottles. Now, bottle number B is our current release, our Dingle single malt which is in the in the the blue label blue tube so it's a chance for for people to to revisit that if they tasted it before or 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 taste it if you know if you haven't uh, come across it so uh, a chance to see where where we're at that was released last year and has been you know nicely received across the world it's, it's getting dingle a much further reach than than we would have had previously but then we get into the nitty-gritty of the pack. C and D are uh, are really sowing or or sowing as it started. So bottle number C is a, a bourbon cask component, and then uh, bottle number D is sowing itself. So I suppose um, what uh, way would you like to run uh, through this this fantastic tasting? Would you like to run us through the the wheel of the year or should we get our glasses filled with some lovely new make as as we uh, start to find our way through i think dip into the new make first um it's nice to give it a little bit of time sometimes we we jump through the new make too quickly and you know pour it into the glass obviously it does come with you know the standard health warning that it's 65 percent alcohol so you know it's not it's not there to be to be knocked back at all but you know, just enjoy the nuances of the spirit and, and you know remembering now <clears throat> or looking back that dingle will be 10 years old this year dingle distillery so uh, it's nice to, to to start at the beginning almost with with the new spirit so uh, of course if you are tasting along at home uh, feel free uh, at this moment to fill your glass dave i i trust that you have your your glasses filled there as well people are always surprised with our new make i always find when at tastings 
you always kind of find that it's um, very, you know, palatable and easy to drink when they're expecting that percentage to kind of knock them, you know. It has that kind of nice kind of oily character and that mouthfeel that just makes it very, very palatable and easy to drink. You know, an awful lot of people at Jason's have said it to us before, like, oh, why don't you just bring this out? <laughs> you know, but um, that's another discussion for another day. But um, yeah, it's one of those ones. It's just it. Um, it's a great way for people to actually see the component parts of, you know, from start to finish, because you very rarely get to see new make, not unless you're in a distillery when they're taking it out of the third still. You know, so it's one of those things that's nice as seeing as. We are dingle and everything's handcrafted. You're able to try this and see it at the stage before it goes into the casks. Exactly. And, and, a, and a healthy reminder that it is at a cast strength of 63.5. Is that right, Graham? Uh, 65% we cast got. My apologies. Yeah. Um, so um, I suppose where where would you like to bring us, Dave, on this on this lovely uh, sound evening? Um, uh so where where do you think that we should uh, we have a little nose we're having a little taste i see in the comment section we are um tasting along with us and people are people are really loving it i see gordon here saying yeah i'll buy this um so that's uh that's always great to see why don't you uh tell us a little bit about i suppose maybe not sound right away but the i suppose the wheel of the year and what it kind of is kicking off and encompassing a little bit yeah, well, it, it is kind of it's kind of fitting that we're going into Samhain. Like we just finished our um, our batches in single malt and our releases in pot still. So let's say the first releases that we had out of Dingle was six single malts and five single pot stills, and then we released our Dingle single malt uh, last April. So this is kind of a new, let's say, collection or set that will be coming out that symbolizes the different stages in the year and the cycle of the year. And you'll see on the packaging, you'll have seen on social media that we've stuck up a few posts where you see the front of the label and it's a circular with the different, just different symbols that will give you hints of what's coming down along the line for the different releases that we're going to do. And um, again, this is a new, a new set, new series, um, something for people to maybe try it's different things that we haven't done before and uh it'll be it'll be something interesting for people that have followed dingle all this way and wanted to try some different things that we have that they maybe have tried at like the likes of whiskey live or stuff like single cat or samples that we brought along and now you're seeing the culmination of that coming into these bottlings and Samhain is the first one and it's kind of it's fitting because Samhain is you know the end of the year it's the start of a recycle or the next cycle. And so the batches and releases are finished and now we're on to this new cycle. Absolutely. And I also believe, uh, Graham, that this is uh, the first bottling that will bear your signature on it. Um, is that correct? Yes, it does. Which you know, it's, it's always nice to see, even after 28 years of making whiskey, you know, it is it's nice to see your name up in lights. <laughs> Can you tell him a very proud wifey? I, I can't pay. I can indeed. He signs every single one. That's what he's doing there every day, signing every single one. Exactly. Yes. You'll get, you get carpal tunnel after that, all that now. Uh, be careful out there. Workman's comp uh, is on the way. Um, well, for me, I'm I'm loving tasting the single malt, and I think it's a judging from the 
<laughs> judging from the comment section, I think people are really enjoying seeing where where I suppose the the distillery character starts from and being able to pull out some of that character as well. Um, Graham, do you want to add anything to the to the the new make um, as we have it in the glass? Yeah, just you know, just for those. That... <laughs> It's always easy to assume that people know everything about Dingle, but uh, there will be some new people on here tonight, hopefully. Uh, you know, and, and the, the single malt for Dingle is, is triple distilled, so so we take you know the wash, the beer, and pass it through three three distillations. Uh, so it's coming off the still, almost up near eighty percent alcohol, but uh, we tame that back a little before we put it in the cask and uh, take it back down to sixty five. But the lower strength allows the spirit to interact with the wood better and you know hopefully as we taste the, the next uh, components and the next bottles you'll see that the you know the cask influence is is, is is starting to bear fruit as well exactly i must say that the the, the packaging of of uh dingle has always i think been very recognizable especially from the very beginning with the uh with the uh Remboy on the on the the bottle and the embosses and everything and i think this is uh, a great example of that packaging that's kind of, you know, it evolves with the brand as it goes through the years. As you said, it's nearly 10 years old now. So the I think it, it, the sound packaging is a complement to the, the Dingle spirit and kind of, I think, uh, helps helps live through the, the kind of the quality going from new make to bottle. And I, I hope others agree with me, but I don't really care because I think it's great. And then my opinion is the only one I care about right now. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah so i mean i'm seeing a lot of people coming through with their thoughts um and i'm i think we're we're very much enjoying this as, uh, right now do you want to give us a little bit more information as we sit with this uh graham i i don't want to rush off the new make but i also i'm i'm cognizant that we have some lovely other samples to be trying so yeah no i think you know i think if people can take the time, take their leisure to, to enjoy these samples. That you know, they are quite uh, distinct in many ways. So to actually get get the enjoyment and the nuances from them, you need to really take a bit of time. And uh, you know, definitely maybe you'll be adding a little bit of water as well, just to to draw out those more subtle flavours that are that are hidden below the the alcohol threshold. So uh, yeah, again, yeah, not not uh, advising anybody to drink all the new make before they move on to letter B or uh, their alphabet might become quite short this, this evening. <laughs> exactly. Well, we always do advise people to have uh, four glasses on hand if you happen to have them, because of course, at the end, you can compare and contrast uh, the samples that you have remaining. Um, so I am going to uh, move on to my second glass. Um, if uh, it's not, if it's permitted to have a letter B, uh be be opened up um and i suppose uh dave do you want to tell us just a little bit about um i suppose where we might see um this i suppose impending product available around the world i know we're i'm kind of teasing out some of the information as we go but um i'd love to know a little bit about what, what markets might be seeing um uh the the sound release yeah the sound should be it'll be um, available tonight, there's a link, I think that Doug has just sent everybody that if they want to get an early bottle before it actually goes on sale in Irish Malls at 10. And then it'll be available, Let's in Ireland, it'll be available from your um, local independent off-license or 
some supervisors, so the likes of Celtic, Foxes, Malloys, um, Matsons and Bradleys down in Cork, um, Dicey's and Donegal, Foley's and Sligo, um, Freenies and um, McCambridge's and Galway. Like any of your local off license, just don't be afraid to ask for it. And then we will be across the next kind of two weeks. Um, we will be sending it out across 19 different um, countries. So most most of the people that I believe are on will be able to get it um, where they are from as well, which will be great. Um, it is limited. So, you know, the it, there is only a certain amount to go around. So um, I think it's 10,000 bottles altogether. Um, and there's only going to be about 3,500 for here in Ireland. So I don't really see it lasting too long from the tasting that we had at the gathering. Everyone seemed to absolutely love it. So um, I see this one flying off the shelf. And uh, yeah, it'll just, the only thing I'd say to people, if it's, if you if you're in your local and you want it, just ask for it because um, I'd say by Christmas, it'll be gone. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and, and then well, your usual, your pubs as well. There's a lot of your good whiskey bars will have it. Um, Thomas Connolly's and uh, the Palace and the Bankers and um, Sky in the Ground. They're all getting it in. So, um, yeah, be sure to pop in. And the Dingle Whiskey Bar has it this weekend as well. Um, so if you want to go in and maybe get a try um, before it'll, it'll hit the shelves, fire ahead because it'll be first come, first serve. Because <laughs> there's only so much of it. I'm seeing, I'm seeing people already saying they've now ordered it. So Doug's, Doug's link must have gone live. Um, so I'm seeing uh, people quick off the bat. And and just in, in terms of, so people are aware that in the sense of the, the wheel of the year, uh, there's only a limited amount of bottles uh, being released at the moment. And then that's it. This sound is not going to be re-released. That's, it. that's it. So this is, it's pretty much, let's say, a batch. And it's um, it's a limited number. Each each release will be different. They'll either be higher or lower, but they'll be, you know, it's not going to be a, an awful lot of whiskey. They are limited in numbers. And each time we let you know how much that there is, but um, the way the, the 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 wheel and the cycle of the year works, they will be pretty. They'll go pretty fast. We hope anyway. Um, exactly. But yeah, from from all intents purposes, um, from what we've seen when we were down at the gathering, yeah, I'd say this one will absolutely fly out the door. Um, everybody loved it. Oh, good to hear. So why why don't we jump into sample B then, uh, Graham? And why don't you take us through what what we're tasting here, what we may expect? Yeah. So. So sample B is our, our, our Dingle single malt, which uh, as I released last year. So I think people enjoy it. Hopefully you're, you're aware of this whiskey, you've maybe tasted it before, but uh, I'll give it a very quick uh, uh, intro. It's um, a combination of Pedro Jimenez sherry casks and bourbon casks. And the, the ratio is 60, 60-40, 60% Pedro Jimenez and 40% bourbon. All full maturation, so that that tells you that the uh, new big spirit that you tasted in A went into the cask, went into the Pedro Jimenez cask, went into the bourbon cask at day one and stayed there until uh, I combined them together. Uh, we actually have about twenty thousand liter vat now uh, in the warehouse where we we combine the the two cask types together um, just to give a bit of marrying pre pre bottling. And also, what we've introduced as well is is, is a bit of the, what, what I call slow reduction, but some, you know, in the states that we call it barrel proofing, where you just take the the strength from cask strength down gently, 
over a period we do over a period of a couple of months and uh, it just it, it it just stops the shock you know if you add water to, to high strength whiskey there's a bit of a shock a bit of a heat reaction there and a bit of flashing off the flavor so so what we do is we add water slowly and, and that that minimizes that effect and and just uh, yeah we've, we've gone to great lengths to try and get flavor into the whiskey through the maturation so at the end we, we try and retain as much of that character as, as, as possible and you know, with all dingo whiskies, they're uh, non-chill filtered, so we don't uh, don't strip out uh, anything at the end either, uh, and a natural colour. So, um, well, yeah. But just before I take my little sip, uh, just a reminder of people at home uh, what the ABV of this is, um, just so we're 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 not we're not jumping back and around. Yeah, so it's it's forty six point three percent. So it, it, um, you know, almost kind of our. Our, our standard strength for, for our, our releases up till now, uh, the batch releases, single malt pot still releases were, were 46.5. So, uh, you know, it's it's that nice strength where it allows you, well, it, it doesn't force you into chill filtering, which, yeah. again, you know, can, 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 can take a little bit of the flavour away. Also, forget the chill filtering bit, you know, you can argue whether that is good or bad, but... Uh, it's also just a nice strength to drink whiskey at. I think if you if you if you drink whiskey at these strengths and then try and drink something at forty percent again, you you find it very thin and, and lifeless. So it uh, it's it's a nice you know. I think if you enjoy your whiskey, it's just a, it's just a good strength to, to dip in at. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna say slow to it. I'm gonna have a little sip here now, and I see people are already tasting in the comment section. Let us know what you think because I'm seeing it's a very very favourable reviews of, of the, the core Jingle Single Malt. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of really nice yeah. comments about so, Jingle Single Malt just now. The Single Malt there is, you know, it was released last year. It's, it's it, it, you know, it will develop, it will evolve because the distillery is developing and evolving. But, you know, I certainly see it being being front and foremost for for at least, you know, three, three or four years. Uh, and then, you know, as, as the distillery gets older, the stock gets older, then, then, you know the dingo single malt will, will probably evolve into into something different, and you, and you know you will you'll will start to see maybe age statements coming out of dingo uh, in the in the next few years. But uh, the wheel of the year is really our, our transition from the batch releases to you know to to aged products. So that's kind of where we are. I think you know, we've almost closed the first chapter of dingo as we reach almost reach ten years old. That chapter. With the, the the batch releases, the pot still releases, that that's obviously now come to an end. So we're just opening a, you know another chapter, which will will span over just over two years, uh, the wheel of the year. So, so it's the wheel of two years really, um, and you'll see you know you see several re releases. But uh, you know when I when I came to Dingle over just over three years ago now, so I'm I'm now legal tender as a master distiller in in Ireland, I think. Uh, you know, one thing I've tasked myself with, you know, the, the stock profile was great at Dingle, you know, solid backbone of bourbon and sherry casks and some port. But, uh, you know, I tasked myself with, with widening that portfolio of casks. And that's really, from my point of view, from the whiskey side of things, that's really what you're going to see with the Wheel of the Year series. You're going to see Dingle expressions and cask types that you've not seen before. Well, I think people are very excited. I know if they're if they're this excited about the core range, I know they're going to be chomping at the bit to see what Sowen has in store for us. So, 
perhaps is it time that we 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 peek on through the veil and between the worlds of what is Dingle Core Range Single Malt into what is uh, Sowen, if that was on the nose enough? Yeah, I think so. I think we've been shuffling around a little bit, trying to keep a little bit of secrets up our sleeve. But if anybody's watched our social media over the last couple of days, you you, you don't need to be a genius to pin pin it all together and work out what, what, what we've got here. But uh, we'll keep up the mystique anyway. Um, it's all good and that's and that's one thing about the the beauty of having the the new make spirit there you actually get to taste the dingle character or the single mall uh, we're tasting tonight now the single mall character so you should be able to to notice that character the whole way through in each of the samples that were that were were given so it's just it's something there that even though you will have the cask's influence and that you will still hopefully be able to notice that dingle single mall character coming through from the new make in the in our dingle single malts um sample number b and then on to c and d um which is always it's always great just to see the progression of how that character develops with the casks exactly well, actually can i just ask a quick question then graham because it was something that he had done with the dingle single malt the reduction in abv with that slow um that slow reduction do you find graham that it keeps more of the flavor of the whiskey that you're trying you know you're trying to keep more of that flavor in and not as you said shock it away or you know yeah i think i think it's very subtle you know um but i first did it and didn't say much about it with pot still five the, the fifth release um did it slightly different with it we actually did the barrel proofing element where we added the water uh, no no not the weed it's an oil weed that's I the know. paddy weed. <laughs> I knew she wouldn't let you away with that. <laughs> yeah. I watched him do it. I watched him do it. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so, so basically we added water to the cask. And because as the cask has matured, you've got the evaporation, the angel share. So there's a bit of space left in the cask, even at uh, six, seven years old, there's a bit of a void there. So really what you're doing in simple terms is topping that cask up with water slowly. Uh, and it's a nice way to do it in cask because you're still getting the benefit of the maturation coming through. So did it with pot still, uh, the fifth release, and just kept that going because I think it, can't, it certainly can't do any harm. And, and you know, if anybody has added water to whiskey, you do realise that it warms up. There's a bit of chemical reaction going on there, a bit of heat exothermic so um what you're trying to do is not flash off the, the very subtle and volatile compounds that are in there that that, that do certainly give uh, aspects to the nose uh, and a little bit to, to the taste the other thing that adding water can do is it can almost split the whiskey um the fats and oils uh can kind of fall apart a little and uh if you add the water slowly you you, you retain the creamy mouthfeel that uh, that you'd want so very subtle uh not going to stand in here and, and beat a drum about it but you know if, if we can do it we'll do it we've got time we've got patience uh and you know we, we it's, it's just a nice way to to try and keep all the flavor in exactly well on on that note uh, i'm going to let all the flavor out and uh fill in my glass uh our sample c um, and I uh, invite everyone else to, to do so with me. Um, and I suppose, uh, Graham, why don't you give us a little indication of what's in this bottle and also what ABV it's at? So 
C is really an introduction to D because um, I'm going to have to give away now. I think I've shuffled around the point a bit uh, already. So basically, D, if, if you've got two glasses, I would probably suggest you pour C and D together. If, if you don't, then it's not, it's not the end of the world. But uh, C is a bourbon matured single malt, single single malt. And it's been reduced to 50.5% alcohol. So from the cask and, and reduced down to 50.5. So it's really in this in this pack for you to see what uh, or where sample D came from. Because sample D, Samhain, is a muscatel finish. So you've got a sweet dessert wine finish. Um, but if we stick with C at the moment, dip into sea, get yourself acquainted with what a bourbon matured whiskey tastes like, noses like and tastes like. Okay, well I'm gonna throw my 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 uh my olfactory into this glass and uh have a little have a little sip. Just launch it. And this is seven year old uh, bourbon matured whiskey as is seven. So I see uh, a lot of people in the comment section as well. A big reminder that you do have an email for a little advanced uh, purchasing if you fancy getting a bottle of sound into your, uh, both into your uh, shopping cart, but also into your front door through, uh, I believe, Irish malts. Um, so do taste long. Let us know what you are tasting. But uh, Beardy, why don't you let us know uh, what I suppose people should be looking for in, in a kind of the, the bourbon uh, matured dingle malt? So um, I believe if I'm not quoting Graham wrong, he thinks our bourbon is kind of coming to it. The bourbon single malt is coming to some of its peak in the next couple of years um, in Dingle. Um, so you're going to get a lot of kind of buttery and creamy notes, really nice mouthfeel. And then you're also going to get this kind of um, citrus on the back as well. You should probably still get a little bit of that grain on the nose. Sometimes you will. But as it ages on, it'll uh, it'll start changing that towards buttery, creamy, vanilla kind of flavors. Again, it totally depends on each person's palate. Just because you get vanilla and I get butter, it's actually pretty much the same thing. It's just different parts. It's under the same category on the flavor wheel. It's just the way we taste things. Everyone's palate is different, but they're kind of getting the same thing. Um, yeah, it's just one of those ones. Bourbon, it's a beaut to work with. It's it's a lot of irish whiskey will be started in bourbon um because we can get the casts from america pretty handy because they can only use them once and um it's a good kind of foundation whiskey to start off um especially if you're going finishing something and um, bourbon just gives you that nice kind of foundation and um, to build on um, and i think from i know that we're probably going to get a lot of people here going release this on its own as well because every time we do um, our bourbon single malt everyone's like when are you releasing a bourbon single uh single cast single malt so um it's one of the ones that no matter what tastings i do everyone loves it absolutely loves it just very easy to drink leaves a lovely aftertaste a lovely kind of um mouthfeel oily creamy mouthfeel um so yeah i'm not surprised by some of the comments in the section in the comment section at the moment now and yeah it is a as faye was saying there it is approximately seven years old and uh, for i think 3d city there we're asking how old it was 
So, uh, Graham, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, as you said, this is the base, and we've we've perhaps seen a Dingle single malt in, in bourbon before at, at different tastings, but usually, as you said, a, a component part that kind of gets uh, vatted with something else that's been um, uh, matured in something else, like the the Dingle core single malt. Is it is it perhaps fair or even accurate to say that uh, sample D, the the sound, is the first kind of cask finishing that we will be seeing from from uh, Dingle as a, as a release? It is. It is. It's the first first cask finished Dingle release, but it's also they were the first casks uh, to be used for finishing not long after uh, I joined Dingle. So early early twenty twenty. The, we we transferred into the Muscatel cask. So they've had a bit of time, you know. There's always a bit of debate and, and questions as to you know what what is a finish, what is a whiskey finish. Now uh, there is no real rules around it, uh, but but in my head, you know, uh, especially um, you know the, with the whiskey being being younger, um, you definitely need to be given that finish eighteen months minimum, two years. So but this is a now pretty much well over the, the two years in Muscatel, so it's almost almost like whiskey where you've you know it's spent a good bit of time obviously in bourbon but it's also spent a lot uh, quite a high percentage of its maturation life in the Muscatel as well, well absolutely uh, and, and 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 you know when you're getting to that at that for that age in in finishing i think um you know as you mentioned kind of blurs the lines of finishing what, what is two years in a in a different cask and in a in a seven-year cycle really uh finishing or is that just kind of a i suppose a second a second maturation and i'm sure there's a i've been debated on this uh rather i I've, I've not wanted the debate but it's been brought to me a few times uh on whether or not that uh second second maturation or, or a finishing uh comes in different waves and, and cycles um, I'm seeing a lot of people saying um, sample C is excellent, lovely and buttery. Want to buy a whole bottle of this? Dave, you called that one. Um, and then they, uh, I think the potentially uh, the early uh, link um, may have uh, sold. I don't know if there was a specific allocation. Yeah. Um, that's that's definitely a, a Doug question. But um, if that's the case, then I think uh, clearly people are very eager to um, get their hands on this. I have seen a couple of people saying that they are um, already jumping into uh, sample D um, already. Um, I do let us know in the comment section what your what your thoughts are on on C if you are are still enjoying it. Um, and I hope the people who are watching after the fact and watching this back uh, tomorrow, whatever day they might be, uh, get to see just I suppose how excited uh, people are about uh, sample C uh, at this point and um, because it's uh, it, it's causing it's causing a stir already and that's as I said the the kind of the core of uh, of the dingle spirit in a in a in a bourbon cask um Graham, is there anything you want i suppose uh, uh, to tell us uh, or a tidbit about um this was maturation in bourbon in dingle or or is it is it time for for the the star attraction of the show yeah, I think you know it's it's lovely to hear people clamoring to to buy a bottle of this and then see it released. It, you know, I, I do have to keep some things back for a few years later. So bourbon probably is 
cask is the gift that keeps on giving you know it's they are as dave said for me they are just coming into their own now at this kind of seven seven year old uh, eight year old mark dingle and no for me but i don't know what dingle tastes like a 12 year old but uh you know my my guess is that these casks will continue to improve and uh you know hopefully we won't have to wait too long to to, to see them come through but uh we fill around 40% of our, our stock is filled into bourbon. And so it's a, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major part of our, our maturation strategy. Exactly. Uh, Dave, I do want to uh, clarify on something here. Um, I know we had the early link for anyone who had signed up and were able to get a bottle ahead of time. Um, I presume there was a, an initial allocation for that yep. discounted amount. Um, once we hit the 10 o'clock mark in 10 minutes, um, yep. I presume Irish malts will have their standard amount allocation that people will be able to purchase uh, yeah. That, that correct? yeah definitely yeah so yeah there was only a set amount so if you jumped on it as quick as you could happy days and then there, you will be available in 10 minutes time on 10 o'clock is the general release so um it'll be retailing at 85 euro on irish malts um and well recommended retail price across the country will be 85 yeah perfect well ahead of that time a shout out to the lads in bottling because we really, really pushed it to the limit on Wednesday and Thursday to get these bottles out. Even Graham Cool was on the bottling line Jeez. and the crack was good and we got it done and it was part of the journey of Dingle for sure. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it was all hands on deck, at least. Um, yeah. I think I was more a hindrance than a help. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was going to say, they were probably like, Graham, get out of the way. I, I made everybody else look good. So, he was so. too bossy. <laughs> well, um, I, I am, I'm eager and chomping at the bit here because I, I did the, the, the good thing. And I was, I was a, a good little blogger and I didn't uh, try my sample D ahead of time. Loads of people were messaging me, asking me what it tastes like. And I, I, I stayed true to the course. I haven't had sample D uh, in the glass yet, but I think, uh, Graham, is it time for us to, to crack this bottle and, and get, get the sample in the glass? I would say so. I think, I think probably okay. most people have jumped the gun anyway, quite, quite rightly. So I'll do, I'll do the same myself if I was on the, the other side of the fence. Um, so yeah, so this, uh, sample D is is sour. We've spoken about it. Um, it's a Moscatel finish. It's had over two years in the Moscatel, but obviously it started its life in, in bourbon cask uh, a few years ago. Now, to, to, to do a finish, obviously you need to transfer from one cask to another, one cask type to another. So, so what happens is you um, you know you, you empty several bourbon casks, uh, and then into the vat and then then we fill we fill the, the muscatel casks from from there so so you're 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 mixing your your bourbon cask together from the same year and then filling into muscatel and the muscatel's casks were butts so they were big big casks 500 liter casks so you needed pretty much three mature bourbon casks to fill the one muscatel butt all right, well, I'm going to take this moment to say slauncha. I'm going to have a little sip here. Happy Halloween, Yasauna, and uh, enjoy.
so I, I have seen a lot of people, I suppose, wondering what, I suppose, drew you to the Muscatel um, that, that I suppose, spoke to the, the Salmon release. I saw a couple of people worried in the comment section that there was going to be a, perhaps a peated cask to, to go alongside the, the bonfire theme, um, to which some people were trying to uh, sway away from. And uh, Faye uh, uh, brought them back a reminder that you were famous for introducing peat in almost every distillery you've worked in, if not all of them. Um, so I suppose what, what drew you to Muscatel for this release as we, uh, as we sip on this? Um, and I suppose, and just a reminder that this is at 50.5% uh, ABV, if that's correct. You know, I think for me, um, the most important thing was to, to select the whiskey that, that I thought was right at, at the time for, for the release, because I've got you know, several different cask types, different cask finishes, different styles in the warehouse. And they're all at slightly different stages. So it's a case of you know keeping an eye on them and then you know deciding which one to press the button on really. Uh, and this one, again, Muscatel, it's not as dominant as a sherry cask. It, you know, it's a bit similar to PX Sherry in terms of its sweet and the you know the the, the grapes are dried in the sun to intensify the sweetness, but it, it doesn't have the, the it doesn't have the kick of of PX or 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 also sherry. So um, a little bit slower. That's why it's had the longer finish, just to draw out those subtle flavours. Because you're if you're looking at your sample C and D, you're you're probably not seeing a huge amount of colour difference, especially in the smaller bottle. When you when you see it in the full size bottle, then there is you know there is a marked change in color, but uh, you know not the intensity that you would get from a from a heavy sherry cask. So needed a little bit more time, but um, for me, muscatels it's actually quite nice and gentle. It's quite a, it's almost fresh. You know, there's there's no heavy notes, heavy wood notes. Um, it's almost floral in character. It's uh, but it has that lovely sweetness. You know, and, and sweet wine casks, sweet sherry casks. The, they tend to work very well with dingle. You know, the, the bigger component in the dingle single malt is PX sherry. And certainly at this age of dingle, this time, the sweet, the sweetness really does work. And if you remember sample C, you remember the bourbon element, the, the flavors there, then try just to use your imagination to think what, what the muscatel has layered over the top of it. Absolutely. I mean, I think that the there's a, a marked difference between the two, as you said, maybe not in, in color directly or, or as, as easy to see with the small bottles. But of course, uh, in, in these two glasses, I think it's, 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 it's not missable um, in, that, in that regard. Um, I see a lot of people in the comment section still coming through and having a, a great time uh, with the uh, sampling there. And I see FA um, showcasing the bottle uh, beautifully. And I would say it is a spectacular design. I, I, I think it's uh, uh, absolutely uh, wonderful. Um, Dave, are we are we going to see um, I suppose a, a theme in the packaging of of the uh, the new series of whiskies? Is it going to be a, a similar style, or is every bottle going to be kind of unique? Yeah, uh, similar style. You've got a hint there with the the wheel of the year. So each symbol will be the symbol of one of the packaging or one of the bottlings that will be coming out. So it's that kind of you can have a bit of fun trying to guess or. Um, few people will cheat and join jump on ttb and find out <laughs> but um 
yeah, so you can kind of guess what the next one will be, and um, the next one will probably be released around February, Mark. Um, but yeah, we just there. Yeah, they are very limited. I don't see this. I'm hoping we crash Irish Mall site at ten o'clock, but um, that's just me. But um, two, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, two minutes to 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 uh, Irish Mall's crashing, but um, yeah, no, it, it, it there will be. Um, similar in in design and that, and each of the symbols will sim will be each of the bottlings that will be coming up, um, to complete the wheel of the year, which is kind of the idea, so that you're following the wheel around, so that it, when it's a one complete set, you'll have all the symbols of the wheel, which is it, again, it's a it's a nice um, it's a nice collection, nice touch to have, and it just it looks. Uh, me and you have had this conversation many times, Matt, about bottles and the way they feel and the way they look and the dingle bottle. Uh, for me, from my bar days, I just love the dingle bottle. I just, the way it feels in your hand, the way the cork pops um, and just all the different marks, the Remboy, the engraving across the bottom. Um, I think the Samhain and the, the, the black label with the silver and gold is just absolutely phenomenal. So I think it'll really stand out um, on the shelf. And I think if you end up getting all eight of them um which they all won't be single malt but um that's to wait and find out um but it'll be just something really cool to have on your shelf for when friends come over and you want to try and show something different and again it's a new series for us so it's um it's graham's first bottle that he has uh, got his name on which is great as he said he's legal tender now here in ireland he, he had to come to ireland to learn how to make proper whiskey but sure we won't get <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll have a few of the Scots people jumping on me there now in the comments. But um, yeah, but it's great. It's great. Like, and it's it's one of those things. It's I don't know for me, especially. Um, I've been in the the drinks industry for way too long, and this we're coming up on the tenth anniversary of Dingle, so I feel like Samhain is just the absolute perfect perfect symbol and release to be bringing out now on the tenth anniversary of like Oliver and Liam and Peter and the lads setting up Dingle Distillery. You know, it's just that kind of thing where, you know, we've sat in bars many a time chatting about like, oh, we can't wait until there's like a load of independent Irish distilleries and they're all 10 years old and you can line up all their 10-year-old single malts and do a comparative taste and to see the characteristic. And like for Dingle, it's just, it's phenomenal that we're at the 10-year-old stage. We're still going strong. And um, I just feel the Samhain, just from 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 the shoulders of the people who started this, that we we keep going and keep producing some phenomenal whiskey. Uh, absolutely, and I suppose uh, <laughs> Alistair come and said, "Yeah, ten o'clock." Uh, there you go. Feel free to break Irish malts there, lads. Um, <laughs> John will. John uh, O'Donovan will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, checking us all going. What are you after doing? I hate you all. <laughs> exactly, and and, and uh, it is interesting you say about the the I suppose the collection that will come out and have uh, a demarcation of one of these symbols of the the wheel of the year on it. And if we know anything about dingle collectors, we know there's a few completionists out there. So I I, I look forward to seeing those those on the shelves. Um, I I understand that we're going to see a lot of people jumping between websites here, uh, getting their hands on this bottling. Uh, Graham, is there is there anything you want to I suppose add to uh, I suppose the conversation about the spirit while we while we're here? I think it's just it's it's more just about you know enjoy 
enjoy the, the next chapter of Dingle, really. Um, you know, these next uh, releases, they're not all set in stone yet. You know, I'm still working on them. You know, they'll be spread over a, a two-year period. So, you know, some of the some of the the ones that may feature towards the end of the series are, are still quite in their infancy. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye. So I've got a, a few options up my sleeve. Um, but you will see, you'll see single malt and pot still uh, within the, the wheel. So, you know, it's a nice chance to, to try the different styles and, you know, you may see them in the same cast type even. So lots of opportunities to compare, contrast. Uh, and just just enjoy Dingle as as we kind of head into double figures and beyond. Um, I, I, well, I think that people will be very excited to see the culmination. I'm sure one of my favorite things is there's a lot of things in that warehouse, and you said it's we're we're getting towards the tenth birthday of the of the spirit itself, um, and I think people will be excited to know about I suppose some of the the caliber of spirits uh, you get to play with uh, in there. Um, I do see. I do want to reference. When I see Peter Phelan saying, "Where am I heading out on the session after we're done?" I've I've been in Poland and the Netherlands for the past like seven days, uh, doing a whiskey festival every single day. I'm going to bed. <laughs> that is where I am going. Yeah, well, we're working at ATM tomorrow, so listen, 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 Faye. I'm 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 working at 10 a.m. So at least I get a little bit of a sleep in. Oh so, no, uh, <laughs> ATM. Um, so Dave, <laughs> uh, that's it. I said, listen, I'm seven days on the trot at the moment. So, um, um, we'll be, uh, in, in Rotterdam and the Hague tomorrow. So we'll be having a little bit of fun. Uh, Dave, why don't you give us a, a quick reminder, I suppose, for people in, uh, Ireland, um, what, I suppose, where can they find it's gone live right now? I suppose, where is it going live tomorrow? And if people are in the likes of the UK and such, um, well, the, is there a separate retailer or is Irish Malt going to be able to service both? Yeah, Irish Malt should be pretty much able to service everybody in the coming weeks. In the next uh, week or two, we should be hitting all our different partners around, like the likes of UK, France, Belgium, um, Germany, uh, America, and um, Alberta, um, even as far over as Australia. So, um, yeah, any any of our partners that we work with, hopefully they will get some. It's going to be in about 19 different countries here in Ireland. Irish malts, your your local in your local off license, um, the likes of Celtic and Foxes, the Malloy Group, um, fine wines in Limerick, um, just any anywhere that around the country that you normally go to get your whiskey, just pop in there and ask first, and um, because they will be able to get it in and. The thing is, it is very limited, so um, do maybe give them a buzz tomorrow or stop by them tomorrow evening or Tuesday just so that they can get it in on time for you. And, um, yeah, it'll be recommended retail price of 85 um, and I don't see it lasting too long. But don't worry, we actually have a lovely little um, uh, gift set hopefully coming out in December, including our Dingle Single Malt, which will be a Dingle Single Malt old-fashioned kit. So you'll get a bottle of our beautiful Dingle single malt with a nice glass and a bitters to make a perfect Dingle single malt old fashioned at home. So there's a few, few little bits that you'll be able to get between now and Christmas, but um, I'd say get on it as quick as you can. Irish malt's great because they can get it right to your door. Um, but if you fancy a stroll on at lunchtime tomorrow, head to your local off license and ask for it. Um, and they'll, definitely be able to get it in because i've been talking to every single one of them and they're all mad to get it in so um yeah 
uh, pretty much every inch of the country is covered. So they should well. And if anybody needs to just message me on Instagram or anyway, or yeah, if you have my mobile and I can tell you where to get it. Exactly. And and remember that uh, off licenses don't uh, bring in things that people aren't asking for. Um, could, so you, could we just raise a glass tonight to, to Oliver Hughes without who this would not have happened and a very special lady, Mary Fetter. So, Slanja. Slanja. Oh, I'm taking your whiskey. There we go. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, Faye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, as a as a, a, a fitting a fitting uh, a tribute and memory, of course, to to both uh, rock stars of of Dingle's, I think, uh, history, um, um, and 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 also a, a little bit of uh, levity of Faye stealing uh, Graham's glass that I think both of them would have enjoyed. <laughs> uh, Graham, is there anything you'd like to leave us with as a, as we wind down? No, I think just uh, you know. Hopefully, you can you can track down a bottle in the wild and and enjoy it. You know, uh, whiskey's not for collecting; it's for drinking. <laughs> exactly. Very well said. Well, thank you to to you guys um, and to everyone who has joined us this evening. There's, there's literally hundreds of you, uh, both those tasting along and watching and watching and ordering through through the absolutely fleecing irish malts in the the pre-sale and then now i'm sure um giving the lads a, a good run for their money with their their web servers um of course uh to to graham uh, uh very dave of course the the dingle druid uh faye the entire bottling team and of course uh everyone at uh dingle distillery uh thank you very much for for uh having us and and everyone else in in the comments section and for uh producing some fantastic uh, whiskey that, of course, ties so nicely into the, the history of the island. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Thank you.